Well, I believe we are live. I was having some technical difficulties there, but they appear to have been worked out. God bless you. Welcome to Spirit-Led Broadcast Kingdom Discussions with your host here, Papa John Arcovio. We are coming to you live from Irvine, California. Trust your week is going well. We're coming right up on top of Christmas, just a few days from Christmas. Pray that each one of you are having safe travels this week as you gather with family and friends and you seek to um, honor Jesus for the gift of his life that he gave to us. That's really what Christmas is all about. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall rest upon his shoulder. And he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. And I pray that Jesus this week will be this and more to you. That you have a wonderful time with family and friends and even spiritual family. We're going to be gathering here at Spirit-Led Family in Irvine, Tustin area on Saturday evening with a wonderful dinner and uh, just going to be fellowshipping and loving on people and inviting people that have no place to go to come and gather and to fellowship with us. So welcome you today, those of you that are coming on. <clears throat> we encourage you to um, share this on your different social media platforms. Today, I want to talk to you about the impossibility of your assignment. The impossibility of your assignment. When God calls you to an assignment, it's going to be so far beyond you. The scripture came to me when I was reading, and it definitely is not a context scripture. But it's in um, 1 Samuel 20 when David was setting up a secret meeting with Jonathan because he longed to see him and be with him. They were such good friends. And David took his arrows like he was going to target practice. And he shot his arrows. And the young man that was gathering his arrows, he shot him beyond, beyond or past the young man. And of course, verse 37 is what stood out to me this morning in my devotion time. And when the lad was come to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan cried after the lad and said, Is not the arrow beyond thee? What stood out to me here was just the statement, It's beyond you. And that's what I'm really wanting to focus on today is your assignment when it's from God, will always be beyond you, beyond your ability, beyond your financial scope and grasp, beyond the limits of what team you may or may not have, or whatever you can do in the natural. Because God designs it this way. He designs this so we could have total dependence on him, total, complete trust on his hand to our mouth in provision, his grace empowering us and providing what needs to be done. As a matter of fact, 
We have to come to a place in our life that we live with such sensitivity to the empowerment of God's grace that we don't want to be on any platform, do any endeavor, whether it be ministry or business or anything in life, that God's grace is not upon. The amazing thing about posturing yourself into a place of total dependence on God, submitting to and embracing a vision or an assignment that is so far beyond your ability and where you're at, it forces you to really seek the face of God daily. Because that's what total dependence on God requires. Hearing daily the fresh voice of God. As a matter of fact, I found in the years that I was connected to denomination, many pastors and leaders in denominational circles, they learn to stay within the box of only what they are able to control and do in their own power. And not really have that dependence on God. Stepping out into the unknown. But it becomes a very cold and calculated business endeavor. That if I borrow X amount of money and my payment is X amount, but I can get this amount of money in offerings, then I can go forward with this Christian business. Nothing wrong with doing business well. I do believe that God does require us to conduct the Father's business with excellence. There's something about understanding that when you step into your divine assignment, it is so far beyond you. I look at Jennifer and I. We're right here in Orange County, living in one of the most expensive cities to live in, in Orange County. We're for a three-bedroom, two-bath house, you're going to pay $5,000, $6,000 a month. And we're here to raise up a prophetic house because God told us to. Because God assigned us. I talk to people all the time who are like, what are you doing in Orange County? Go find some cheaper place to live. And if God's assignment was on us to do that, we, of course, have a yes in our heart to whatever God wants. But we sense the grace of God resting upon this assignment. Is it beyond us? Absolutely. <laughs> there is no way, number one, that what God has called us to do to establish and raise his prophetic house, that it'll ever happen in our power. What Mama Jennifer and I can do. And when it happens, and it will happen, God is going to get all the glory. And everyone will know God did this. That's right. There's an old saying in Texas that would say, if you see a turtle perched on top of a flagpole, you know he didn't get there himself. <laughs> Woo! Come on, Jesus. You got to know when God opens the door, when God brings together the miracle, you didn't get there yourself. 
you know, this is the time of celebrating the birth of Jesus. And I want to kind of visit the story of Mary, a young woman that was virtuous, that suddenly one day found herself face to face with an angel that told her that this time next year, you're going to have a child. How can that be so? I'm not even married. I've never known a man. And, and of course, she began to just give the reasons why, as we are apt to do, this impossibility can't happen. But then I want you to notice in First Samuel, I mean, and, and excuse me, in Luke chapter 1, verse 37 and 38, the angel reminded her, for God, excuse me, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Was she facing an impossible situation? You better believe it. First of all, to conceive with no natural intervention <laughs> with the husband. And furthermore, to survive the social outcast that they became with her becoming expecting without a husband. Matter of fact, Joseph wanted to put her aside. He wanted to divorce the situation. They weren't even married yet. But he, he wanted to step away from this impossible scandal. <laughs> and I'm telling you, in, in the time of Jesus, you think it's there's social pressure. I know how much I've been rejected and judged by those in Christianity because of divorce. You take what can be considered an illegitimate child in that day, 10 times worse, scarred for life. You talk about a scarlet letter on somebody. But I commend Joseph because the angel came to her, to him and told him, don't be afraid. Take her as your wife. He honored God and was willing to endure the shame trying to explain to his family and friends how his wife, who he had just married, is now three months pregnant. They had only been married a year, a month, and it's not his baby, but it's God. And God did it. <laughs> you think you're impossible? Your assignment's tough? But notice Mary's answer. I love this. When the angel reminded her, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said in verse 38, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed. Another, um, I think it's Matthew's uh, rendition. When she responded, be it unto thy handmaiding as according to thy word, there the angel blessed her and said, Mary, you are blessed. So that's the difference between receiving blessing and favor and not receiving blessing and favor. It's when we're willing to respond to what God asks us to do that seems so far beyond us and impossible.
but we respond with faith. Because the same angel came to Elizabeth and told her basically the same thing. But she was beyond years of being able to conceive. And been praying for a baby for many years, but then got to a point that was just too late. God can't move. You got to be careful about that. Things we pray and ask God to do that we give God a time frame. When that time frame passes, then we lose our faith because well, it's too late now. I'm too old. Because she responded with doubt and fear. The angel said, you're going to have this child and then caused your husband. So he wasn't able to speak until it came time for the baby to be born. And then the first words he said was the baby's name would be John. So what brings the favor and the blessings of God in our life is when we with joy receive the impossible assignment God's given us and we step forward into obedience by faith. Then God will speak over our life the blessings and the favor of his love. I hope this has blessed you. I pray you have a blessed Christmas season. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. For joining us today, this is Papa John Arcovio, Irvine, California. God bless you.